after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. An unmanned car driven by a search engine company. We've seen that movie. It ends with robots harvesting our bodies for energy. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Did you recognize that voice? Uh, play it again. No, I will not. No. Because this will I come up know, again. I didn't know what I was trying. To, I didn't know that I was being <laughs> tested. I was actually testing the waters on something. I because was just, I was just rolling along merrily, listening to things. I've told you very my, little with about my non-listening ears. I've told you very little about what's coming up on today's you, yeah. show. To be and fair, so I didn't ask. That is why you are a little confused. But uh, that voice will be returning later in the show. I have a quiz for you today, Genevieve. Uh-oh, a a voice-based voice quiz. Ba- uh, one of our voice ID quizzes. Now, before I tell you what it is, let me tell you this. Despite how we've gotten off to a start here, it's going to be a very easy quiz for you. Okay. I guarantee you... I like how you just said we've gotten off to a start. No modifier. <laughs> Despite the... We've started. We, hey, we've started. Can't, hey, yellow's the other one. Yellow's the other one. You can't say we <laughs> haven't started. <laughs> Do you think... Honestly... Do you think anybody in the listening audience knows why I said to you, yellow's the other one there? And don't explain it. It's fine. It's just a joke from a TV show. It's but a, it's a do you little think bit there's of, anybody in our audience who's like, yeah. oh, I know what that. I, I know bet what you that. some people recognize <laughs> okay. that. It's a little bit of a deep cut, but it's a funny joke. <laughs> anyway, um, so don't worry about that, listeners. We're off to a start here. And here's the quiz, Genevieve. It's um, the, the, the first like five or six of the questions on this quiz I know you're going to get because we've talked about them. They're obvious. They're things that have come up on the show before. But I've, I've brought them all together into a segment I'm calling Truck and Car Nuts. Um, I want to go with just Truck Nuts, but I realized I had to expand the idea. Do you remember last week on the show... I think it was last week. Recently on the show, the topic of Will Arnett's voiceover for last GMC week. came up. Yes, because we were talking about the how him as a house guest for um, a Geico ad. Yes, and then it just kind of got us in the into the headspace of Will Arnett voicing commercials. And you said he's getting extra gravelly. He's getting low. And low with like those. GMC trucks. With, I think it's GMC. With what is whatever this truck. Deal? I think yeah. it's GMC. With yeah. whatever truck uh, advertisement he's doing. And it's just kind of funny to try to um, kind of rectify in your head that the same guy who plays one of the goofiest characters on TV, Joe Bluth. Also is doing this really manly thing that these GMC. I mean, they're so they're so filled with testosterone. You know, true. Although they they cast him on Thirty Rock, I think specifically because his voice he he kind of can go he can oh, go really? uh, so? toe to toe with Alec Baldwin for like low intense voice that's true uh performances and they they make they make quite a bit of hay from that you're talking about 30 rock yeah and of course i'm thinking of arrested development first and foremost where he's just an absolute buffoon yeah but Um, when he's devin banks he goes up against jack donaghy for the the low low, voice low voice off um so anyway that got me thinking in fact i was doing some other work today and um and will arnett's voice came up and that 
is what inspired the show. I was like, you know what? Let's do a little review of all of the dudes, and they're all dudes. <laughs> yeah. These truck commercials. Can you imagine a, a woman's really voice low. trying to sell a like some disgustingly large truck? Oh, I mean, it would it would break the internet. Well, that's something to to raise here. And again, we're we're still in the forward promo mode of this. We haven't even gotten into it yet. But I wanted, as as I've f- said. We started. <laughs> you know, we always start our segments with like a song from the 80s. I was going to start today's show with um, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, even though it's not the right vibe. <laughs> it is like the only inclusion, like diversity and inclusion we would have on the show because I expanded this out to also be. So it's basically I think a, Tracy Chapman would be like, um, I'll pass I'll on this pass. one because this is going to be the whitest, most male right. show. Like, and it's not just trucks. I expanded out to like basically celebrity. Yeah, voices. you had to get down to like a Vespa before it was anybody <laughs> but a white man. It was a little. It was a. It was a little gay bicycle. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, little gay bicycle would be an amazing name for something. Uh, but um, anyway, I did not go with Tracy Chapman because it didn't quite fit the vibe. I feel like but anyway, you, I feel like you you re you. You translate Little Gay Bicycle into French, <laughs> and you've got a pretty good... It's a pretty art, good film. Pretty yeah. good film, yeah. Sure. Um, but anyway, so today's show, the quiz is not just truck commercials, but car commercials, and they're all celebrity voices. Okay. And I'm going to play for you the celebrity voices. John Hamm. John... <laughs> Wait for it. Okay. I told you we haven't started. Um, but yeah, John Wait. Hamm will make an appearance. <laughs> I was hoping you might confuse him with Army Hammer. That was my only chance. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So some of them are going to be very obvious. Thank God Army Hammer before. turned into a freak so that we never have to be confused about the two of them. Um, oh, that's right. He has not done any projects since the big scandal. Since huh? the scandal. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, some of them will be, I think, slightly more difficult for you, especially oh, as I'm we sure. go back in time. I but they're I all lack... celebrities, though. Okay, fine. But I, I lack your superpower. The only edge I might have on you is that I do know the names of celebrities. <laughs> that is true. And but I, but you, are, yeah. whereas I'll be like, I don't know who that is. And then you'll say like, oh, it was, you know, John C. Ryland. I'd be like, okay, I know who that is. You would be like, oh, it's the guy. Um, okay. He's Go in easy the, here. Okay. Go easy. I'm right here. <laughs> he's in that. I'm right here. Movie with oh, he's friends with Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adam McKay is who you're thinking <laughs> of. Um, also, we will be checking in with with love from me to YouTube. Uh, I found a commercial on this tape from 1995, Vives, that is a weirdly dark dairy commercial. Mm. You know, I play for you because when you're advertising milk, why not go dark? Yeah. Also, an ad counselor saw a commercial so weird and so bad, he wants to make sure that we can all see it, too. Well, <laughs> He's like, am I stuck in a nightmare? Can you guys see this thing? If there is, if this is not the venue for that, I truly don't know what is. <laughs> okay, Genevieve. Um, now, I want to get the show started in earnest now. Are you ready? Can you take a deep breath? Okay, you ready? Ready. Are you ready for some Eddie Rabbit? Okay, I have removed your ability to see my computer screen. So you will not be seeing any of these commercials. But the thing about car and truck commercials is you don't need to see yeah. them. Honestly, you don't need to hear them either. Like, yeah. they're just so... You just need to just wash eat over an me. American flag. Yeah, that is true. And almost all of these do fit into that sort and of like... shit it out. <laughs> that like, like weird, like 
uh, poetry mode. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. Some of them are like talking about how tough the truck is and how it ties into but it our does, values. They do and drift whatever. into like spoken word. But yeah, poetry. a lot of them get real poetic. So let's start with this one. I will be keeping score here. I think. Wait, hold on. I need a piece of paper. I want you to know. Where's the bell? Well, here's a bell. Do, do I ring it or I should ring it when you're right? Right. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. If you can handle adding one more button to your... Do I have a buzzer, though, too? I have to do that. I also need to keep score here. Um, I would ask you to keep score for me, but you know what, Genevieve? We have a trust gap. Um, so I will be keeping score. I was going to say, I really... My, my plan for today's show was to turn this into a bracket system where we end up with a champion... Mm-hmm voiceover artist for car and truck commercials. Yeah. But you really, it has to be a factor of eight. Yeah. And I could That's only get up to 14. And I lurked, I lurked. You <laughs> lurked and you lurked. I lurked everywhere for two <laughs> more. And I, and I was so mad. Wow. But I was also like, 14 is a lot, but it's not 16. Yeah. That's and I was bummer. like, and, 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 and 14 was where it ended naturally too. I was yeah. just like, I put them all in there and then I, and then I and went. And then you lurked again and, and I went and there lurking was for more and there was nothing. That's, I even have a musical category that's amazing. here too. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of bummed about that, but also that would be a very long show. That would be going through 16 ads and then reviewing them for each round. So, yeah. So this became a quiz that should be very easy for you. In fact, if you don't get this first one, Genevieve, I might just quit the show. I don't mean the episode. I mean the show. But I I think I, I feel confident that you'll get this one. Heavy duty pulling power. To conquer the high road. Or the off-road. The GMC Sierra Heavy Duty. Premium and capable. Step up to GMC with 3.9% APR for five years on 2020. I'll give you a hint. Yeah, yeah, we've already talked about it. Yes. Not sorry. Not sorry, yes. We already talked about this. Obviously, it's Will Arnett. That is Will Arnett. It seemed impossible to get that one wrong. Congratulations. Um, moving on he to He doesn't really sound one. like Will Arnett, though. I mean, you're right. I mean, like, he's it just sounds going, like, he's doing... Yeah, yeah. he's doing a voice. Either he's doing a voice or they're... Which, of course, they're, is or his job. Yeah, yeah, right. Or they're producing it in a way that makes it extra low. Um, obviously, I can recognize him, and I'm familiar with those ads, but it doesn't sound like the person that, like, I feel like you hear on, you know, smart lists or in interviews or whatever. Is he the other guy in Smartless? That's the second podcast I recorded today that that show has come up. I feel like it's kind of in the... I've been seeing... Jason. Uh, and Will and Sean. Oh, and Will and Sean. Uh, and Sean. Okay, yeah. 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 As, as I know them, you know, for, I'm, since we're on a first name basis. Right, exactly. I think they're kind of on my mind because I have... I think I keep turning on Netflix or mm. one of those services and there's some like... There's some oh yeah they have a road trip road show, or show something. yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly why I came up on the other show there you go um, okay so congratulations Genevieve I think you're gonna get this one right as well this has come up on the show before take a listen an F-150 isn't an F-150 because of the name on the tailgate it's an F-150 because it's built for tough built to haul more built to tow more for the people who count on it because they know that brawn can get the job done, but it takes brains and brawn to get it done right. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. I'll give you a such hint. A, on... Such a missed opportunity not to have this guy promoting RVs. 
Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I'll give you a hint. They were going to call this one F-150 in the middle. Um, <laughs> oh, an even deeper cut. Uh, yeah, obviously, in case I wasn't clear, that is Brian Cranston. That is Brian Cranston. I, you know what? I just I can't tell you one thing I just heard in that commercial. These I, I know, mean, it's, I, it's, I'm somewhat it's, car blind anyway, but, like, no, these but commercials it wall, are it's so your, stupid. It's audio wallpaper, for sure. It's just where you're going, you're going to need wheels. Yeah. That's all I hear. Yeah. Want to do another one? Yeah. Okay. We're going to go through this. Oh, yeah. They should get Christopher Lloyd because, you know, where you're going, you do need roads (laughs) because you're going to be in a truck. I feel, though, like no bad ideas here. Yeah. I feel like you have a good idea. It's just about 35 years too late. Maybe I feel like. Are you kidding? The, we actually, we are. Is this a, is the nostalgia generation, right, yeah, bro. That is true. That is true. All right. How about this one? There's no way in the world you'll get this one. First is an act of pure alchemy, <laughs> the creation of something from nothing. Okay, who is it? Let's just get that out of the way. It's John Ham. It's John Ham. It's Army Hammer doing. It's, it's John, John Hammer. Hamm. It's John Hammer. Okay. Let me actually try. I, you know, I produced this show. I've listened to this one a couple of times. Again, also, I don't even I know, know what he says. Let's listen I know to he's this all, one. I also know some of these guys, and I, that one in this case, you didn't. We didn't get to the brand, but it's easier too because, like, I now do. And I mean, this is where the brand succeeds, right? Like, I can tell you that John Hamm does Mercedes, and I can tell you that Brian Cranston does Ford. See, I wouldn't have even known that. Yeah, and I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't follow it closely. And enough. Ham, John Ham too, especially. I think it's like a strong brand association because Mad Men so strongly associated with a kind of wealth, mm-hmm. a kind of luxury. Not yeah. like not you know Royco Waystar luxury, but like upper middle class, lo- like ha- own a Mercedes but not have a private driver. You mean Gojo? Luxury? I'm sorry. I mean Gojo. <laughs> Let's take a listen to this again and actually pay attention to the word, something that it's never even occurred to me to do. First is an act of pure alchemy. Okay, first it's, is an act of pure alchemy. Yeah, they're okay. getting too the creation poetic. Of something from nothing. The creation of something from nothing. First okay. stands on no shoulders. It follows no footsteps. Oh my god. To first, the view ahead is wide open. What the fuck? The only thing that first chases is possibility. What they want to say is if you're not the first in the pack, you're looking at somebody else's ass. Yes. What is that bumper sticker? Yeah. If you're I'm close no, enough, the, right? The, the if you're not the lead is, dog. If you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. Uh, right. Um, I am honestly... <laughs> my, my version was less poetic. But I think <laughs> dialed up right in. Um, I am honestly surprised that truck... <laughs> truck? Trump. Excuse me. <laughs> I am honestly surprised that Trump didn't name the author of a truck commercial as the poet laureate yeah did he name a poet laureate does he know what poetry is i mean no but like did did we have a poet laureate for those four years um i don't know that i would assume that poet laureates straddle four-year terms so i I mean he should have probably appointed one at some mm, at some point during his administration but probably not like exactly the four years he was in office right he would have inherited one or we would have inherited one from the previous administration you're looking it up i'm trying to buy as much time as you can but i can't keep this going i'm sorry i just i think what i'm looking at is a is a 
uh, like a goof is a, is okay. a spoof. So I can't I can't figure let's it just, out from let's here. Let's just move on. Um, okay, this next voice I think you will recognize, but we're starting to go a little bit deeper into the past now, Genevieve. But you will recognize this voice. God damn it! If these commercials weren't annoying. I already know. When you're on the job, you're making tough decisions around the clock. Well, here's an easy one. Ford F-Series. It's a fact. On average, every 42 seconds, someone forks over their hard-earned cash to get one. No wonder they're the best-selling brand of trucks in America for 37 years in a row. Ford F-150. Ford Super Like, what is that noise? It's the sound of Dennis Leary. (laughs) What is just... Dennis Leary falls... Dennis Leary is ranting in a forest and no one's there to hear it. I think Dennis Leary's voice is honestly too um, high and tinny. It's kind of high pitched, yeah. To to get the job these days. I mean, I grant you he was hired because he was a known quantity and like he, he had a kind of like a no and, bullshit. He, yeah, he 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 personified a kind of a kind of '90s masculinity that uh, I guess that's what they were trying to go for. But now I think his voice uh, would not work for most of these ads. They want they want a Brian Cranston whose brand of masculinity is like a more kind of is a darker energy. Mm-hmm. And actually, in a weird way, Will Arnett as well. Yeah, even though his, his a lot of the characters he plays are are totally silly. The voice he's doing is that is that dark darker sound. Now let's go to the king. You ready to go to the king? Yes. This is Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley selling <laughs> doing a Ram truck commercial. <laughs> Wait, can I do that? No. Wait, can I do that? Uh, no, I don't do an Elvis. Okay, <laughs> take a listen to this. To take it all head on, channel the universe. Shorten the distances. Push beyond the possible. What? Just... Roar past convention. Oh, there's a bald eagle. Shift every course. Defy the elements. And bring the world to its knees. God damn! Why do we want it's to bring the, the world to oh my god? It's a truck. Fifteen hundred, engineered to move heaven and earth. The road doesn't end here. Oh, he's actually he's in, in it. it. This is only the beginning. The rumbly tones. Oh, yes. I broke my own rule. My whole thing was I was only like I kept out like um, I kept out people who were in the commercials. Like there's no. Uh, Matthew McConaughey in here. Oh. There's no Tim Allen. My rule was if you appear in the commercial. Oh, well, that was obviously Sam Elliott. Either way, it is, this is mostly follows the template of what yeah. we're talking about. He just gets out of the truck at the end. Um, but yes, congratulations. That is Sam Elliott. Why you got to swear so much, truck? <laughs> um, I don't do an Elvis. Why, why you got to bring America to its knees, truck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait, what did they, can we go back to that? What? I think it wants to bring the world to its knees. Like, can't we just drive? Oh, that just- makes more sense. That is kind of our raison d'etre. Yeah, but like, why does a truck have to bring the world to its knees? And bring the world to its knees. Like, Jesus. how about not? How about not? How about we just buy a truck to get from place A to place but B and I would say, carry some shit? When you think about climate change, like, mission accomplished, <laughs> Chuck. It is. Like, that bumper sticker in our neighborhood on that beat up van that says, Earth first. We'll destroy the other planets later. Yeah. Uh, all right, Genevieve. So that's. I'm doing super well. You were yeah, right. Yeah, but now these. I, did I mention that 
I specifically put the easiest ones you did. at the top. So they're going to get slightly harder. I still think you're going to get 99% of these. I like to think maybe one or two I can sneak past you. But okay. all of these people you know. None of these are obscure okay. actors or, or, or vo- voice actors. Were there actors. any that you didn't recognize by voice? Uh, I came to them by seeing yeah, their names to, first. So know. that doesn't really yeah. apply to me. But here is the next one. This is for a Mazda. Okay. Do you want to take a guess without even when I when you said I know before I even played it, were you right? Did you yeah. know it was Dennis Leary just because I hated them so much? Yeah. When you the way you set it up and the sound of the and the like the quality of the music or mm-hmm. sting, whatever that like instrument was, I like guess just some kind of trashy sounding guitar. Like I just knew what era we were talking about, mm-hmm. and it had to be Dennis Leary. It had to be Dennis Leary. Um, this one, I hate to say it, takes a softer approach. Okay. A more gentle approach. And it's Matthew to Broderick. And it's Matthew Broderick. Can a car be crafted instead of produced? Designed with attention and care. You got it. To give a feeling that stays with you. At Mazda, every detail matters. Because driving matters. Test drive the CX-9 and discover the details that make driving better. You have a quizzical look on your face. I have a guess, which sounds crazy to me, but I'm going to guess it because that's who it sounds like. You know this voice. I'm sure I do. Is it Stephen Colbert? It is not Stephen Colbert. That would be pretty amazing. Yeah, it was why I was sort of quizzical about it. I am surprised because I think you know this campaign. I feel like this has come up before. Do you want a hint or do you want me to play it for you again so you can listen to it Give me a hint. Um, This person's character on BoJack Horseman was supposed to die in the first season, but then they (laughs) realize he's the heart of the show. Oh, is it uh, Aaron Paul? It's Aaron Paul, yes. I'm kidding there. I'm talking yeah. about his character on Breaking Bad, but um, he also was in BoJack Horseman. He was. I actually, I almost was like, you don't mean, it's obviously not Paul F. Tompkins, but I feel like Mr. Peanut Butter's character was actually not supposed to be in the whole series. <laughs> oh, is that true? Or it just feels like the type of character that no, could I, be that way? I feel like I remember that being the case. I'm don't quote me on it, but I, I think that was the case with, with that character. You and I were just you know what? I the did, other day. I did think of Aaron Paul when, when it yeah. started, and I and then I got distracted thinking... I got distracted picturing Stephen Colbert. Um, here, let me see. Actually, I think I have some... Once you hear him on Bojack, because I don't have any tape of him, I don't think, from... Um, here, like, this is him. Here's a clip of him from Bojack Horseman. That went slightly better than the worst it could have possibly gone, so... Hooray? Mm, I don't know if that's the best one to really, but uh, oh, here, I think this one here. Basically, it's Tommy by way of Cirque du Soleil set in space with heavy erotic overtones and the gripping psychodrama of a thriller with plenty of heart and more than a little humor. Actually, that might be a GMC commercial right there that we just heard. Anyway, wow, so that's your first... I got that one wrong. That's your first miss. Let's see, you got one, two, three, four, five right, one wrong, and it is heavily weighted against you, so you're now losing, unfortunately. That is is sad. Okay, here's another one. Now, if you didn't get that, I'm wondering if if we've now kind of entered a new era of this this quiz. All right, take a listen to this one. We're going further back in time here. There's Mozart's Piano Sonata in B-flat major. There's Schubert's Sonata 
in A minor. And then there's the all-new Hyundai Sonata in a 14-step electrocharged paint roto-dip. Because beautiful works of art are meant to last. I, this is not right, but my guess is Jeff Bridges. It is right. Oh, okay. That I, you know what? It sounded like him, but then something about the. It just seemed like a weird, a weird, um, co- it's weird copy for him to be reading mm-hmm. somehow. But okay, I think he did those for a while, and then somebody else. Actually, I'll skip ahead in the um, quiz here. I think. Oh no, that's Hyundai. Uh, do I have another Hyundai on here? Yeah, I think this person temporarily. I'm skipping ahead here. I hope I don't lose my place in the quiz. But I think this person temporarily replaced him, or at least Jeff Bridges sort of handed the baton to this person who I don't think held the campaign too much longer. Mm -hmm. But tell me if you recognize this voice. Good or better? The Hyundai Sonata versus the Toyota Camry. The Sonata has an available panoramic sunroof. The Camry? No. In the Sonata, available Android Auto. The Camry? No again. And only the Hyundai is backed by America's best warranty. Better is the reason to buy Hyundai. And this is the reason to buy now. For a limited time only, come lease the Sonata for just $169 Not him, a month. Obviously, just the other yeah, part no, of the voice. Yeah, no, I have no idea on this one. You have no idea? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play for you a clip of tape, but this is just based on things I happen to have on my computer. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> let's see. I can't believe this is actually happening. Do you recognize the voice there? It's the same person. That's from a movie. Uh, no. Here's uh, four more seconds. I don't even know what this is. Is that toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was on the bus. Okay. Do you recognize that? Here, let me see. I don't. I don't know any of these references. Um, And I don't think... Let's say... Okay, yeah, that's all I have as far as clues for you. Let's say... I'm going to play for you the commercial one more time. Listen okay. To... Good or better? The Hyundai Sonata versus the Toyota Camry. The Sonata has an available panoramic sunroof. The Camry? Yeah. I've got a guess. Yeah. Is it Neil Patrick Harris? No. Nope. That's my guess. Auto. The Camry? No again. And only the Hyundai is backed by America's best warranty. What if I told you it's Paul Rudd? Reason to buy Hyundai. Uh, and this is the yeah, reason to buy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I believe you, and it like it doesn't sound un, 100% mm-hmm. unlike Paul Rudd, but like it does not sound the way I think of Paul Rudd sounding. Yeah, it's Paul Rudd right there. Uh, took the took the campaign from Jeff Bridges for a while there. I think in the very early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Very different energy. This one I would have never gotten if I didn't, you know. If I hadn't produced the show itself. Okay, so it's really hard. I think it's really hard, but I'll give you a hint up top. It's an actor you're way more familiar with than I am. Okay. Not that I'm not familiar. As long as there is fear, as long as there is curiosity, as long as there are undiscovered corners of the earth. What the hell are you talking about? And as long as there is willingness and desire, then you are capable of more. Test drive the all-new BMW X3 today. You can tell it's still the same actor at the end, and I think he sounds more like himself at the end. Yeah. Also, car commercials are the worst. What the hell was that script? Yeah, no, it's terrible. They're they're they are just gibberish. I mean, they could like fear. an AI could literally write a better one. They probably have been. Um, yeah, let me hear it one more time. As long as there are undiscovered corners of the earth. 
Okay, what if I said, what if there are undiscovered corners of the universe? Well, I was thinking okay. Star, uh, Star Trek. Is it is it Shatner? It's not Shatner. It's not Shatner. It's not Shatner, but... Um, Nimoy? It's not Shatner, but it's Chris Pine. Oh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. They play yeah, the same character, they right? They do, the, yeah. Um, Kirk. Uh, yeah. Kirk is his name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like Chris Pine a lot, but I can't mm-hmm. say that I have like a like a deep familiarity with his voice. You know, mm-hmm. he's not like like if you know if it had been obviously he has a very distinct accent, but if it had been like you know Patrick Stewart or something, like I think I could have gotten that right away. Okay, I'm gonna play another one for you now. This is the same voice. This is a different commercial, but it's the same voice that you heard at the top of the show when we almost accidentally started the quiz too early. Remember that the very first seconds of the show when I said, "Do you know what voice that is?" And you said no? Yeah. Okay. This is the same campaign, different commercial. I'll play them both for you if you want. We just see, by the way, in this one, I haven't been describing the commercials because no, you don't need to. Pointless. There's a bunch of you trucks and cars yeah. driving through shit. This one, though, is a little bit different. It's a black car. What kind of a car is this? It's a Dodge. You know, mm-hmm. it's a Dodge. It's one of those Dodge <sighs> Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's a Dodge Charger. I had to look that up. Kind of, you know, kind of muscle car I guess, sort yeah. of, right? But modern. The, there are two muscle cars. There's the Charger and the Challenger. This was posted about 12 years ago to YouTube. So this is like, this is a Dodge Charger 15 years ago. It's just sitting quietly. It looks like on the top deck of a parking garage somewhere. And um, nothing really happens except this voiceover. The Charger's Hemi V8 has an MDS system. It figures out when you're cruising and switches the engine from eight cylinders to four cylinders giving you 25 miles per gallon. You could call it a semi-hemi, but don't. That sounds stupid. <laughs> That's the first commercial that I've actually sort of liked. Um, It's not It's not who I'm, the first name that Maybe came to mind. Maybe it is. No, it's, what's, who, it's not. Also, I just want to say. What's the first name that came to mind? It's not this person. Um, but it also was like weirdly compressed. The the, the uh-huh, sound yeah, that I was hearing yeah. it had like some like weird sounds to it. It's not John Malkovich. It's not John Malkovich, but that deadpan tone. I'm gonna play for you the other commercial here. This is a okay, yeah. So this is from 2011. This was the more famous of the two because again, this weird. It's a very weird, yeah. stilted, quasi dark sort of approach to selling a car. Mm-hmm. Hands free driving cars that park themselves an unmanned car driven by a search engine company we've seen that movie it ends with robots harvesting our bodies for energy this is the all new 2011 Dodge Charger leader of the human resistance so that one is less compressed on YouTube same voice obviously going after Tesla there back right. in 2011 right right um and 2011 is kind of a is kind of a clue because this person was uh played the titular character okay. in a kind of long running uh premiere TV crime drama that would have been on the air in 2011 the titular character. The titular character. Yeah. So it's a name. Yeah. No, I know what titular, titular means. I'm just Thanks buying time you. here. Uh, um, You're getting frustrated. You're taking it out of me. I, I worry about the relationship. Can't 
think what crime dramas had a name that were that was like the the main you know like the name of the show mm-hmm. um it was monk it it's Tony Shalhoub. No, it's it not. It really is not Tony Shalhoub. It's definitely no. not Tony Shalhoub. It's Michael C. Hall. Oh, um, Dexter. Dexter. For a second, you looked at me, and I had I had ice running through my face. Wait, no, that's not what that expression means. I had a I, I felt a chill because I was like, wait, I have that right, right? Michael C. Hall is Dexter. Yeah, okay, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you hear it now? Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, let me hear it again. Let's take a listen. Oh wait, this is he the does have a deadpan one. delivery. Yeah, which yeah. one do we want to hear? Do you want to hear the the um the Tesla one here? Take this. Hands free driving. Cars that park themselves. An unmanned car driven by a search engine company. We've seen that movie. It ends with robots harvesting our bodies for energy. It's kind of funny once you know who it is, right? It is. Right? His voice is not naturally that low, I don't think. Uh-huh. I mean, I can hear really that it's him, that but it's it's a little bit... I think it's it's like lowered either in the performance or slightly artificially, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I can understand, like, he's got a, he's also got a deadpan style to him. He does. Um, I wish it had been Tony Shalhoub, though. That would have been great. <laughs> um, here's one. You know, this is... This is newer than I thought. I mean, it's 2013. I'm not trying to mislead you there. I would have guessed that this was from the very early 2000s. I don't think I would have gotten this one myself. I don't think I knew that this person had this gig. But take a listen. This is for some truck. This is uh, the Chevy, the Chevy Silverado. A man. A man and his truck and a broken fence and a lost calf and the heart to search for as long as it takes and the truck that lets him search for as long as it takes. The all-new Chevy Silverado, the most fuel-efficient V8 in a pickup, strong for all the roads ahead. It's kind of like, there's like a sort of a, a whis- not whispery, but like a slightly, um, a slightly breathier quality to that. Yeah, the voice isn't, as high as some of these other ones. Or as low? Or I'm sorry, the vo- the voice is higher than yeah. some of these other ones, but it definitely has that, yeah. I don't recognize it. Um, I'm going to play it one more time. I'm trying to play for you um, a hint here, but my computer seems to be sort of locking up. So um, here, let me play it for you one more time while I try to solve this issue. A man. A man and his truck and a broken fence and a lost calf. And the heart to search for as long as it takes. And the truck that lets him search for as long as it takes. The all-new Chevy Silverado. This one doesn't bother me as much. Like, at least there's a little bit of a story to it. Right? right? Like, I can can understand. And, you know, like, it it tugs at your heartstrings, the Mm -hmm. idea of a calf. Although that calf's going to slaughter anyway. So it's like, you know. But, you know, the truck driver's like Jesus, a wayward sheep, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Et cetera, et cetera. As I said before, they will say anything (laughs) in these I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything. Oh, my gosh, John Cusack. I don't want to sell anything bought or processed or buy anything sold or processed or process anything sold, bought, or processed, or repair anything sold, bought, or processed. You know, as a career, I don't want to do that. I love, well, that was from the era when I had what, a lot of ground hum. How, how in my far drops, you've come, apparently. John Cusack, from not wanting to buy anything sold or sell anything bought or processed um, to selling 
things that are bought and Tracks. sold and processed, although that was a character he was playing. Um, okay, so we have, we really did hit the Rubicon. One, two, three, four, five, six right. One, two, three, four, five wrong so far. Okay. Um, we did Paul Rudd, right? I hope so because I just yeah. gave it away if not. Yeah, we did and um, I got it wrong. So we got three more here. One more spoken and then you're going to have to recognize singers' oh, voices. No. Yes. And there's no Like a Rock because that is a song that was adapted for, you know, that was yeah. sold to the truck company. Um, but we have a couple of people who wrote songs uh-huh. for car or truck companies. But first, the last spoken word one, this is for the Honda CRV. If people hear sirens, don't worry. You don't have to pull over. That's just <laughs> in our neighborhood. This is a 2017 commercial, which kind of surprises me. I thought it'd be older. We're all chasing a dream to get better, get there faster, to invent something new, see something differently, or build something great. Whatever dream you dream, keep chasing it in the all-new Honda CRV with available turbocharged engine. Our dream made real. Does it sound familiar? It really at all? doesn't. It's an unusual voice for a car commercial. Um, it's kind of high. It's high. Is it a little boyish? A even little, though it's, it's a little, you know, they always try to yeah. husky it up a little bit, even when they're going high and sentimental. But uh, it's a little boyish, right? It is right? boyish. We're all chasing a dream to get better, get there faster, to invent something new see something differently or build something great mm. whatever dream you dream i don't know no no i don't even have think, a guess i'm trying to think what clue to give you here he doesn't like the love scenes in books Oh, it's Fred Savage. It's Fred Savage. Indeed, <laughs> it is. No, no, you can go on if you want to, Grandpa. Yeah, that was Fred Savage. I don't know if you could hear that or not. You can uh, rewind your podcatcher 30 seconds if you want to hear it again. Okay, so you got that one wrong. Okay, you are now tied for rights and wrongs. Yeah. Um, there are two more to go here. One of these, I believe we talked about on the show before. The second one we didn't, and there's no reason you should get it. Okay. Um, so good luck with that. You, I feel like a lot lays <laughs> on this first one. This was a song written and commissioned from a famous person who's known more as an actor than a musician. Okay. That's a huge clue here. Yeah. This is somebody we know as an actor, but he's also one of those musician actors, uh -huh. right? Okay. I've and got so a, sh a short list is, is uh, yeah. building in my mind. <laughs> it's not Bruce Willis. Okay. I'll give you that. Oh, all right. Um, it's not for wine It's not coolers. Bruno? Yeah, it's not Bruno. Um, this is much more modern. This only goes back a few years, so I think we actually even talked about it. Okay. Um, and he wrote specifically, I think, three songs for this ad campaign for Jeep. He's not going to talk. You just have to recognize his singing voice. Every time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I think I know who it is. Okay, listen, I'm just king of the road. make sure you get it right. God, it's like such cookie cutter type of music. 
Oh, I should now say, let, he let me, is in this. He me, is in this yes. commercial, too. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Is it fair game to make fun of this person at this time in his life? I think he's better. He's better? he better? He gave an yeah. interview. Yeah. It's Jeremy Renner. It's Jeremy Renner. Welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the Renner-verse. <laughs> Remember he had his own CD in the Jeep when he puts when he gets in the Jeep? Yes. There's one where he like puts he, his I think own this is CD in the Jeep. Yeah, let me see here. He's getting player. into the car now. Oh no, in this case he's um he just calls it up, I believe, right. on or Bluetooth or something. Right, or I shouldn't say CD, yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. you know, he plays, he, he purposely plays and then he his shows own up track. At a, and then he shows up at a party outside of a roadhouse, and he takes the stage, and he's wearing a, and he he takes off his fancy jacket, and he's just wearing a black t-shirt yeah. That's the kind of music that Luke, I think that this would fit that category, but, like, Luke would describe as, like, like somehow mixing, like, sex and religion sort of right. like there's a certain band that sort of does this yes. sort of like growly distorted like yeah. it's just so cookie cutter yeah i am so glad you got that right so at the very <laughs> least at the, at the very least you tied it up because this next one is just stupid this okay. next one just rounds it out not I like the I, renner song that was amazing <laughs> no, that was awesome this next one doesn't really even fit i wish i had scrapped it but i'll throw it at you because this person is not an actor these have all been actors this is just a, this is 90, just a musician this is just a 90s ford truck commercial where they had a famous musician at the time uh, uh, in a genre that you and I are not familiar with. Uh-oh. So it's Write a country a song music for Ford. Yeah, guy. exactly. But, you know. So you, I just have to guess a 90s country star. Your guess will be better than mine. Gotta hate this He's got pride in his heart and dirt on his hands. There's <laughs> one place to find a hardworking man for country. Look at that truck, Ford Country, built for tough, Ford Country, when the work gets done, Ford Country, the whole world's Ford Country. I just hate the mixture of masculinity and driving a fucking truck. Before I guess wrong, which I will do in a second here, um, I just want to say that it reminds me of a like a thing, like a tweet or thing I've been seeing on Instagram recently where it's like somebody, some woman asking why is every male country male country singer like short shorts and apple pie and swinging on the porch with holding my baby's hand and every country song by a woman is like, well I had to shoot him. <laughs> um, let me see here. I have one more. F- I oh wait, I, I, you didn't guess on that one. Do you want to take a guess? Um, this is just my ignorance about all of those country know, guys. The only one I can call to mind is Garth Brooks. It's not Garth Brooks. It's you the, want, then, playing it again won't do Travis any good, Tritt. right? It's not Travis Tritt. It is, is that one? Is he even one? Like uh, he's one, I think. Yeah, he's one country singer. He's one country he's singer. He's one. He is one country singer. He's one parentheses number one <laughs> country singer. This is Alan Jackson. Oh yeah, like when you say that, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. If you said. If you said to me, hey, Genevieve, what genre is Alan Jackson? I would say country. Of course, yeah. But if you said, tell me one other fact about this man, I'd be like, he's white. What if it was Alan Parsons? <laughs> that would have been a very different campaign. Okay, how about this one? I wonder who did well, voice that, actually. Well, it goes real slow with a hammer down. It's the country pride truck endorsed by a clown. <laughs> I just called that up on the fly. <laughs> I wonder who voiced that for The Simpsons. 
Yeah, I don't know. But Genevieve, I mean, listen, you did pretty well. I mean, the, listen, the first five were yeah. kind of gimmies, right? Yeah. But you slogged through the more difficult part of that. Yeah, I didn't get any. The only one that I should feel even remotely proud of is the Jeff Bridges. Um, oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I you sold sort, yourself short on that, And too. I feel bad because I feel like I should have known the Aaron Paul one. I knew he did Mazda yeah. for a I'm, while. I'm surprised you didn't get that one. I had that one up in the easy category. Yeah. For, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm disappointed in you. I'm just saying I'm surprised. Yeah. I don't have your talent for this. Like, it's just like most of the ones that I got are ones that I already kn- knew that the person like I know John Hamm is the is the Mercedes spokesman. I know Will mm-hmm. Arnett does a truck commercial, mm-hmm. right? I know Dennis Leary did truck commercials in the nineties. So it was more that I was like operating off of my knowledge of and like if I hadn't if we hadn't made fun of that Renner commercial, that Jeep commercial before <laughs> I would never have gotten it. How about that? So it was that more like Renner commercial what a joke. Where I like it was mostly me knowing facts already versus like having the ability to identify a voice which you really do have i'll bet you jeremy renner is a nice guy i'll bet I you he's a legitimately he I, i've heard very nice things about him no. and not just because he was in that accident and no i've I always bet you he's heard a he's... very nice guy but boy he is he's hard not to make fun of i've never heard of i've never heard that he's like a, a dick or that mm-hmm. he should be canceled for any reason no but i'm not I, trying to cancel i anybody. think it's like i'm not trying to cancel him and i lack the power to do so even if i wish to but I just think that some of the choices he's made in terms of his brand and like his creative outlets mm-hmm. are silly and should be laughed at as such. And the idea of trying to create your own social network around like you you can't create a social network around one celebrity, right? He tra- didn't he literally try to create the Renniverse or am I confusing that with something else like he we, tried to create his own social media yes. app but it was based on himself it was something like that which and isn't was, how social media works and he tried to do a bunch of like a, like a takeover day on amazon where oh, like really? he yeah like where he he endorsed a bunch of products it's or a little kendall roy it's just like it feels yeah it feels like so misguided and in in terms of like the management of his brand he is people the, keep telling him like you got to go big you gotta right. own this space and, and you gotta and you gotta like Don't diversify be on your social media you gotta diversify your platform media. right yeah. Right. Exactly. And like, and you're like, he is the opposite of Kristen Bell, where Kristen Bell is so dialed in to how to manage her brand that everything she touches, I'm sure, turns to gold. And I'm not saying he's doing poorly, but I just think well, like he's doing quite well. Yeah, but because he's a Marvel superhero, but like a uh, well, hero. I mean, yeah. I mean, he shoots he arrows. Shoots arrows. He also did kind of draw this short straw on the yeah. superhero <laughs> what's cate- you, you know, what's identity. What's your superhero? Well, I'm really good at archery. Is that a superpower? Yeah, I mean, then go to the Olympics. <laughs> or, a- or fight on the behalf of good forces in the world, but like... Yeah. Does being a good marksman make one a super... Like, if he gets hit... By some, like, does he have any superpowers? I'm not. Even, I know that this is kind of some probably of the, the arrows are very magical, but that seems like something that Tony Stark <laughs> yeah, did for him. Right, I don't exactly. think he did that. Can he build fancy uh, arrows? Uh, you know where I've been lately. You know where I've been living. Where I've been living on video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time for another edition of With Love From Me to YouTube. I'm going back to that same VHS tape, Genevieve, that um, I was talking about last week. I found a uh, Como Morning News broadcast. (laughs) 
about 90 minutes of the, the whole thing, by the way, is on the YouTube channel now. I don't think it was last week, but if you want to watch an entire, I don't know, like 90 minutes or two hours of uh, Como Morning News from February yeah. 28th, 1995, If you've done everything else, you've done everything else on your bucket list. I find it to be fascinating, and I didn't even grow up around here, but... Um, Amongst the commercials during that broadcast was this, was this one from the famous God Milk campaign. Um, but it just is so weirdly dark. So it's like the middle of the night and we see it's kind of a youngish couple, right? But I mean, I guess they're, oh, they're engaged. Um, so, you know, probably in their young 20s. guess they're living together. Um, it's not how I was raised. <laughs> anyway, um, and she is sitting in a darkened kitchen. The idea is it's the middle of the night, and she's gotten up out of bed in the middle of the night to ha have herself a, it looks like a bowl of cereal. In fact, I think this is interesting. It's a Got Milk campaign, but you clearly see a Honey Nut Cheerios box on the table, which I didn't know that they did that sort of crossover advertising, especially like with, because the milk thing isn't a brand, right? It's a coalition of yes, milk dairy, farmer, dairy, dairy producers, whatever. Yeah. Um, but very prominently displayed is a Honey Nut Cheerios box. That's just something I'm pointing out. It's not relevant really to the story. But anyway, this young woman is um, sitting there having a bowl of cereal, it looks like, in her kitchen in the middle of the night. And then her fiancé comes down in his own bed clothes and asks her what's wrong. What's the matter? Couldn't you sleep? Did you think I wouldn't find out? Is this about the ring I gave you? Listen, a cubic zirconia looks just like a real diamond. <laughs> Is this about my time in prison? You drank the last of the milk. Then he just goes oh, from no. looking worried to kind of giving a sheepish smile. I gotta say, Genevieve, if you were to use the last of something in the house without putting it on the grocery list... yeah. Which, you know, that's a common thing. I'm not going to say I'm above that. I might chastise you a little bit. But I don't think I'd start by saying, did you think I wouldn't find out? Yeah. Like, these folks have some communication they issues, They really do. I they think. need to work on their communication style. And that's a great way to... I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a smart play if you do want to know something that, you know... Uh, like you, you might be able to trick somebody into telling you something if you start a conversation that yeah, way. But right. it's, it's not. But you can't seriously think that you're just asking about who finished the milk. I do think that the actor who plays the woman in the couple does a good job. She like when when he mentions the the ring, the mm -hmm. cu is it cubic cubic zirconia? Yeah. She does this sort of like because she doesn't have a lot of lines, right? But she sort of like her face does a lot of the work there, yeah. looking kind of like wait what? And then she looks down at her ring. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting way to. Did you? I assume this is a universal thing. Did your mom or dad, for me it was my mom, ever just confront you with, is there something you'd like to tell yes, me? Yes, I've got, I got the, is there something you want to tell me before? And That's such bullshit. It is, It, but it's such a fucking Bush League parental move because if there's, if the answer is always no. <laughs> because of course the answer is always yes. And so. But they or, can tell by your face though. Your face does look, a thing. But there's always something, hey, too. Hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> it's a, it, it is a very simple calculation. It's a very simple strategy. Is there something you want to tell me? They're, try, they're trying to bet. This is like, this is just straight up logic games 101. They are trying to get you to think, if I come clean now, and I would even have this offer made to me explicitly. If you come clean, 
you know, it'll go easier on you if you if you confess. I'm telling you, I know what you did. I want I want you to say it, and then you know that will somehow. But it won't less. But that's a false promise. Yeah. So you always you never know what it was going to be because anyway. you don't know what it's going to be. If you've got a few irons in the fire, as I normally did. <laughs> You certainly don't want to guess which one Mm-mm. you should be copying to. So you just play innocent because any number of things could be the next thing that you're going to be asked about. And some of them might be things that you could plausibly deny or have a have a mitigating explanation for. If you go into the interrogation room and put it all out on the table, like you're self-owning. It is. I mean, I just feel like any like any kid who did any bad things or ever told a lie like this is very basic uh, just logic games it's interesting that you went with um you know it wasn't me where for i don't know if you were just saying that because it's i was just saying yeah. like because for me it was usually not like hey something bad happened in the house was it you or your sister they weren't trapping me that way it was more like i just came home from school and i all for me it was always school work right, related grades. i did do my homework i did shitty on a mm-hmm. test or a quiz i got in trouble at school probably for getting my ass kicked which is a real which is a real beautiful thing to come home to, to being trouble for that. <laughs> um, but uh, like, it was always kind of like a teacher or a parent has reached out to me about yes. some shenanigans. Now, do you have anything you want to tell me? And you, you're kind of like, as a kid, you're like, well, I guess I should give them something. No, that's, that's give what them they the want. smallest thing. Though. But that's what they, but don't give them anything because you're already, you're already in, you already know you're in for something. So just wait and find out because one thing that you can say when you find out what it is was, oh, I didn't think it was a big deal or I didn't think to tell you or, you know, there's like you would mu- I would much rather be in the position of defending myself than putting myself don't break into prison. OK, this is going to be weird. This is going to be a little bit weird, but let's role play here for a second. So I'm 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 Andy. I just got home from school. Right. Yeah. And near my mom. It's getting a little weird. Super um, weird already. Now, yeah. now, you just asked me, like, is there something that, like, you know, is there something you want to tell me? So, okay, so I'm coming. I'm like, hey, hey, mom, I'm home. Where are my Ritz crackers with butter? Where are my Ritz crackers with salami? And butter. No, butter went on the salami sandwiches. You're ruining this whole thing. Okay, let's start over. Okay. okay. Start over. Okay, let's take two. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, sound. Rolling. Okay. okay, here we go. And action. Hey, mom, I'm home. Um. Oh, hello. Uh... You want to sit very, down? Very, very, very formal. Today. You want to sit down? No. Uh, well, I think you should sit down. Why don't you sit down? All Why don't right. you have a seat right over here? Okay. We'll do this to catch a predator style. Wow. What are you doing here? What you doing here? <laughs> this isn't working. Is there anything you want to tell us? Yes. It's true. You caught me. I respect you too much. <laughs> <laughs> it is becoming a problem. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Okay, my backup recording just shit the bed. Uh-oh. So we got to hope gotta that our hope main recording stays good here. And we should probably wrap up pretty quickly. But I do, of course, want to check in with the Ad Council, as we always do around this time. Um, <laughs> this is... Uh, a note from listener Craig, who posted it to Facebook, said, apparently this commercial is over a year old, and I just saw it today. I need someone else to view it and confirm that I'm not stuck in a weird nightmare. 
please. Uh, this is an ad for those pants and shorts called Bird Dogs. Do you remember these? They were new sometime since we've been doing this show. So, like, in the past 10 years or so, these things popped up. Um, they're, like, they were originally, they were, like, one of those products that were specifically advertised on, like, podcasts and kind of by podcast bros. Okay. We talked about them for a while. They're, like, I believe, like, they started off as shorts that have, like, basically the underwear built in, sort of. Yeah, this brings you take a faint them, bell. You, yeah. you just, like, wash the whole thing. I guess like a pair of trunks or something, but now mm-hmm. they make pants and various things, and they're called bird dogs, right? Yeah. But I need you, Genevieve, to take a look at the screen here. I'm going to make this big. So, I mean, this is one that is it really tests my ability as a podcaster to describe what's going on when I don't know what the hell's going on. Can so, I just describe what I'm looking? Okay. At? So yeah, and this, by the way, is the easy part. We have <laughs> two. We have two fellas here. Okay. What I'm seeing is. Weird. So we have two guys, um, probably in their thirties, maybe maybe early forties. They're sitting at an uh, outside and what looks like kind of a nice tropical location at kind of an outside bar, maybe a tiki bar, but just an outside uh, bar. One of them is dressed in jeans, a t-shirt, and an open button-down shirt. He looks pretty good. The other guy is sitting on one of the bar stools. He's wearing a blue button-down shirt. And then what looks like uh, long underwear that's unfortunately like, that's that flesh colored tight long underwear. Unfortunately, that is the product that's being advertised. Well, the it thing is that you've homed not in on here appealing. They're called to this straight lady. He calls them runners. Is that a kind of pants? A runner or jogger? Maybe I don't know. We'll hear it here in a second. But they don't look like it doesn't look like athleisure wear. It looks it like looks, just a pair of pants that are a little bit too like, tight. They're like tight, flesh colored. I mean, they're. I, this is just a still shot, so I can't tell yeah. what their how, what their sort of like uh, drape is. But the, in the shot I'm looking at, and maybe the position he's in, they look like flesh colored yoga pants. It, it is a little they're bit so weird. Tight. Yeah, there is a string coming off it too. I do think they're a tie top um, kind of pant. Oh, okay. um, it is weird though. You're right. The only thing that doesn't look good in this shot are the product is the product that's being advertised. They really look like shit. But they're out at like some sort of patio bar somewhere, just kind of chilling or something. Um, and this is the straightforward part. Like the one the the one guy is asking him about his pants, right? Uh huh. And why are your pants so ugly? <laughs> that's not they're exactly not ugly, how... man. They're runners. That's not exactly. You how should it goes. run and get some new pants. But then he says, "This is like one of those Geico ads where it kind of like just takes you into a sketch." Uh-huh. Sort of. So then it flashes to this sketch because he said, well, here, let me let me just get to the line that he says. And then I'll, then I'll tell you where the commercial transports us to. Seriously, man, how do these bird dogs joggers look? They look great. No, not they lie, do man. not. OK, but I got to go back to the beginning. This is important. Seriously, man, how do these bird dogs joggers look? They look great. Not going to lie, man. Even Pinocchio could sell those things. <laughs> OK. So the line that doesn't even make a lot of sense, very Geico-esque, is even Pinocchio could sell those things. Which, by the way, I that's not Geico what already Pinocchio did... is famous for. Well, the thing is, yeah, right. It doesn't make sense. Now we cut to some kitchen like not somewhere. being able to sell things is not what he's famous for, right? And also, Geico already did this joke. Exactly. But now we this isn't even we're, we're we haven't even scratched the surface of how bad this commercial is. So now we've cut somewhere to a nice kitchen somewhere, a very nice open kind of kitchen, very. A lot of daylight coming in. We see Pinocchio. He's now wearing the jogger yeah. pants. On him, they fit. They fit a little I think bit the better. Pro- I think the biggest problem with the first dude is that they have him in pants that are a size too small. And they put him sitting on a stool, which yeah, is such an unflattering so way to sell pants. I really, so unflattering. Such a mistake right there. 
So anyway. I don't love them even on Pinocchio. No. But anyway, so now we see Pinocchio. He's got these pants on. He's also wearing them with suspenders, like red suspenders or salmon-colored suspenders and a light blue shirt and a dark blue bow tie. And the Pinocchio his, outfit. His traditional Pinocchio hat, right? And yeah. his nose is a little bit long here, but it's not like lion long. It's, it's just like, like Pinocchio Steve long. Steve Martin and Roxanne exactly. long. Exactly. Okay. Now, for some reason, there's a woman in this kitchen as well. And Pinocchio apparently is trying to sell the idea of these pants to the woman. And so he makes a couple of points in his pitch. And I guess the point is his nose doesn't grow. Because he's So not that's lying. like what the bro said. He's like, oh, even Pinocchio could sell those because he's, you know, you can I tell see, if he's cause, lying. Because he, he would not have to tell a lie. Exactly. <sighs> okay, I'll play it here. And then I got to stop it again. I'm sorry. This is really, Craig, you're right. This is awful. So, okay. So now for some reason, Pinocchio is trying to sell these to a woman in her kitchen. The best thing about these bird dogs joggers is that they're stretchy. So they look good on everybody. The woman applauds. His nose stays the same length. He's not lying. Now for absolutely no reason, a huge hulking, muscly, Man comes into the kitchen. I don't know why. Okay. Can I try him on? Now he's like mean mugging Pinocchio. He's saying, can I try him on? Pinocchio looks nervous for some reason. I don't know why Pinocchio doesn't want this guy to try these pants on. Maybe because the whole point is they're stretchy and they look good on anyone. And now he realizes this guy might push the limits of that. I'm, I'm super but then, lost. Then sell a bigger pant. And yeah, then so they only come in one size. Then we suddenly cut to the weirdest shot, a close up of Pinocchio's face on this man's chest as they're apparently in a pushing and shoving match of some sort. He's saying, you're resisting me. You're resisting me. Now, suddenly, we're going to see a closed door. I feel like I'm watching a sexual assault. Wait till you see this. I'm going to replay this whole thing all the way through at the end, but I don't know how to do this any other way. It is it is, it is, is a nightmare, Craig. It is. Then we see a closed door. Apparently, Pinocchio and Muscle Man are on the other side of the closed door. Muscle Man has apparently ripped off Pinocchio's pants and put them on himself. And we know that just from the dialogue that we hear through the door. And then... How do I look? Great! And then when he says, you look great, suddenly a huge, long nose, it looks like a broom handle, basically, comes flying through the door because when Pinocchio says, you look great, finally he's lied. Right. Then it says, bird dogs, shorts and pants with underwear. That was bad in every possible way. Especially in the way that I stopped it. So I need you to now... Yeah, now that the listeners are... Like, let's I all just like... Wa- let's just watch let's this again. Let's all be again. quiet and listen to this together. So again... Two bros do the setup, throws to a sketch of Pinocchio in a kitchen with a woman. Mm-hmm. She applauds. Muscle Man comes in, says, would they look good at me? There's a small assault scene. Then they're both behind a door, and he lies when he says they look good on the Muscle Man, apparently. We never see the visual of that. We just see a boner-like nose come flying through the door. Seriously, man, how do these bird dogs joggers look? They look great. Not gonna lie, man. Even Pinocchio could sell those things. The best thing about these bird dogs joggers is that they're stretchy, so they look good on everybody. Can I try them on? Can you suck it? You're resisting! Now move it! You're resisting me! How do I look? 
I that's think it. that's it. It's terrible. One thing I think that has now is now clear to me getting to see it in in, mm-hmm. in Toto is um when he says when he when we think he's being assaulted, he's trying to drag the pants up onto the dude. It's very poorly shot. Oh, you he's screaming, You're resisting me. So he's, he's trying to pull the pants up, up but on... they can't show us the pants being pulled up onto a naked man's leg. I guess. I mean, it is it doesn't make the commercial make any more sense for me to tell you that. I thought he was trying to avoid like going in the closet. But it, but it does at least uh, remove an element that was very upsetting, which was like mm-hmm. that the that the muscle man was doing something bad to Pinocchio. It's still, I mean, hands down, just one of the worst commercials I've ever seen. And is it supposed to be, first of all, is it supposed to be somewhat boner-esque with the nose at the end? Andrew? I wish I I would love to be able to tell you that I have an answer for you. I, it makes no sense, especially since at the end of the day, the punchline is that it doesn't look good on everybody, right? Including a guy who is objectively in very good shape, right? And they the only thing they had going for it was too moderately attractive. I actually think the guy who's not wearing the pants he's the best, pretty attractive. He's the least guys outside, and they still and what they this. do they give him pants that are a size too small and put them on a stool. Yeah, it's is it is it one of those things where they were making an ad so that people would talk about it? It's so bad, and then you'd be boy, like, well, what are these things? I don't know, but everything about it is bad and. It does the opposite of selling pants to me. I do think it's a very brosophy um, brand that really tried yeah. to break in again by getting like male podcasters to talk about it on their podcast. I think it's just a bunch of male like creatives who just really don't have a handle on what a funny joke is and just think like they got into like a joke adjacent area. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last week? Do you remember last week? I mean, what happened? Well, no, I guess I don't. <laughs> if you're going to put me on the spot, I guess the real answer there is, is no, I don't. There was no debt ceiling deal in place yet. <laughs> I know that. Um, we were yet to see the, we had yet to see the finale of Succession. That's true. Um, okay. So this is a commercial I played for you last week in the, with love from me to YouTube. It's yeah. really, I love that name for a segment, but starting with the word with has become very problematic will we have a third name for that segment at some point no i love with love from me to you too i always have trouble saying it anyway um i played you this commercial from 1995 and it was just a bunch of black and white footage of baseball players but the footage was like from like the probably 19 teens right or early 1920s maybe it was like that really i don't really know when fast paced i don't really know when um footage became available Mm -hmm. you know like yeah i just have a vague sense that it was like the early 1900s and it's the type of um you don't hear the clacking of it but it's the type of film reel that would usually have the sound effect of like clack 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 behind it right like everything sped up a little bit um and i didn't want to tell you this before i played it for you last year or a jangly piano right exactly Some Scott Joplin behind it. Um, but uh, this was an ad for the Kingdom Youth Baseball Clinic. The Kingdom right. was the old like kind of baseball stadium here in Seattle before they imploded it. Um, I recently learned an interesting, well, I learned a trivia, a mm-hmm. piece of trivia about the Kingdom. The Sounders were actually the first team to play a game there. 
Oh, really? Before yeah. the Mariners, eh? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I guess before the, because the Sounders were like a team, they were like a soccer team before they were like an MLS team, right? Yeah, I know that when they, I know that the current Sounders, um, they they returned, sort of, they took the name of the old yeah. team, right? So obviously yeah. not the current incarnation of the Sounders, but right. um, I believe, I should, I should say somebody told me that, and I, because I went to my first Sounders mm. game and I didn't go. I didn't fact check them. Yeah, I wanted to fact check that as well because you were at a soccer game with soccer people, and that sort of seems like the type of thing that soccer people would tell themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Let's see here. I think I have it here on the constructed construction lasted two years. The stadium held an opening ceremony March twenty seventh, nineteen seventy six. It hosted its first professional sporting event two weeks later, an exhibition soccer game between the Seattle Sounders and the New York Cosmos bell genevieve just points to the bell indignantly <laughs> especially after i trashed our soccer love and friends um anyway so good on that uh so this this ad that i played for you last week you don't know what it's for until the very end but apparently this seems like a seattle um a, a seattle mariners adjacent commercial because they played in the kingdom but it doesn't say mariners anywhere on here it's just a, a bunch of black and white footage looks like real footage from way back in the day with a weird modern voiceover that's supposed to sound sort of old showing professional baseball players in the oldie timey days playing with young kids and then at the end it just says kingdom youth baseball clinic okay son you take an even swing don't try to jerk the ball just try and hit through it now make sure you watch the ball all the way in relax and swing through that strike zone Good hit, boy. Go, run it out. Run hard. Nice slide. You're looking fine. Dust yourself off, son. That's good. Now I'm going to show you how to negotiate with an arbitrator. <laughs> and then in the end, we can clearly see that the adult is wearing a Red Sox uniform, and I asked if it was Babe Ruth. I was confused. Like, I think what... I think the simple answer here is somebody had to make a commercial on the cheap. They realized we have um, old footage that would be free to use because it's in the public domain. Right. It's very confusing, though, because it's a Seattle commercial, but it's a Red Sox jersey. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if that was, uh, you know, Babe Ruth, like I said before, but I don't really know what anybody looks like. Um, Laura in Baltimore says. I think he's not fat enough. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Although this would have been earlier on in his career. I don't know if he gained weight as he got older. I True. really don't know. Laura in Baltimore says, I just, and I think um, Laura is a, is a baseball fan, an Orioles fan. I just listened to the May 23rd show and watched the old Kingdom ad. I think the professional player looks like Ted Williams more than Babe Ruth. I still have no idea why he's in a Mariners adjacent commercial, though. And then Alina posted this on YouTube. I think Ted Williams isn't fat enough. <laughs> I think you're right. Alina says, I think they're going for a joke about the 1994 baseball strike negotiate with an arbitrator so it might just be generic old-timey footage i I'm definitely with think, i this. do think yeah it's, i think both yeah i i think so um and good call on that strike reference yeah that was totally lost on me but anyway there you go there is one thing that bothers me just one more thing that's bothering me <laughs> Okay, Columbo. Not about this commercial, uh, but a couple of weeks ago we did that show where we were pitching our own versions of the Geico campaign or we're pitching our own like ideas for the Geico campaign. We have a blank problem for new homeowners and renters. Yep. We asked listeners to pitch their own ideas for that. We went through like three or four voicemails last week, and I swear at some point, at some point this week, I got an email on my phone with the subject line, another pitch for the Geico thing. 
and I cannot find that email anywhere. Oh, I don't no. know if somebody, and this is one of those things where I might have too many lines of communication open. Like, is it, did somebody like email it to one of the other podcast addresses? Did somebody text it in to one of the other podcasts? I don't know. But if if you were somebody who pitched another idea and you haven't heard it on the show, and I don't think it was just a bad idea that I deleted, by the way, because I checked the trash. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. So anyway, do that's, you remember what the idea was? Don't say. I don't it. think oh. I. I don't think I opened it. Oh, I think okay. I just said I get notifications on my phone when emails come in, and so I think I saw, hey, another pitch, and then I never. Um, I never opened it, and now I can't find it anywhere. What a great way to end the show. <laughs> it's a little bit of an anticlimax. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. Thank you for the quiz. Weird show. No, I think that was fun. Was I fun? like the weird ones. Eh, a little weird. Uh, join the conversation on the Facebook group. In fact, I sort of felt like our emails and voicemails were a little bit light this week. I don't want to wag any fingers, but or, uh, or tisk tisk anybody or tisk tisk. But um, you know, you rely on this show for insights on yeah. commercials. We don't and ask journalism. you for money. We and don't we ask rely you, on you for, for voicemails. really much of anything except mm-hmm. for your vo- your emails and your gmails. No, but if you do, no, no, no finger wagging. But if you do have anything that you, that you want to weigh in on, whether you're somebody who likes to email, you can send us an email at after these messages show at gmail.com. But we really love to hear your voice. Call our voicemail line at 607 444 5597. 607 444 5597. Don't overthink it. Just give us a ring. Check in. Call your podcast hosts already. <laughs> uh, and also check out these commercials and other videos that I'm posting to YouTube. Look for After These Messages podcast on YouTube. Check it out. I've been posting a lot lately. I plan on posting some more tonight. Did you just say check it out? Check it out. We'll talk yeah, to you next check week. Check it out. <laughs> I burn headband. My eyes all droopy. I have gooey foodies. Zoobies in my pool.